Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 516 for the first of ER in a leap year. Once again, happy Rosh Chodesh and wishing you all a wonderful month to come. So we've been talking a lot about the subject of fear, namely fear of God specifically, or awe, respect, all these words kind of are related, and about how these this thing, this aspect of fear of God is really a prerequisite to be able to love God and to be able to really connect with him. And we related it to various instances of real life, like sort of like uh, like with interactions with people that it's similarly in order to first love somebody or in order to have a cordial relationship with people, then you need to first have a certain level of respect for them. I learned about this firsthand when I briefly taught Jim at Base Refka here in Karn Heights, and I learned that I needed to cultivate a level of respect amongst my students. I had to have them fear me to a certain extent in order to teach them and in order to eventually create a more loving bond. And so similarly with an, and similarly in a, in a marriage, for example, you need to have that like basic level of respect in order to have a healthy relationship. And so similarly, when it comes to our relationship with God, we really need to begin with that baseline level of respect, baseline level of reverence, of awe, of recognition of God's greatness, which really translates to mean a basic level of fear of, of not wanting to go against God's will. So today the ultra Rebbe is actually going to give us that experience exception to the rule. So we know that every good rule has an exception to it. And he's going to teach us that, in fact, while it is usually true that fear is the prerequisite to service of God and the prerequisite to loving God, there are very certain times, which is really, truly extenuating circumstances. This doesn't usually happen when love can actually precede fear, when we can actually start with love. This doesn't happen in the usual way. This isn't something that's actually even within our control necessarily. It's not something that we should strive for, but it is something that does sometimes happen. And the altar is going to give us the example of a certain rabbi who's mentioned in the Gemara in Masachat of Razarat, namely Rabbi Elazar ben Dordaya, who he was an example of this, who he led a very sinful life, a very a life that was really, really not uh, godly. He It's taught that he went to visit every single prostitute in the entire world if that's possible. And so he was really not the holiest person, but then at the very end of his life, he actually made a full 180 and came to this deep level of tshuva, of repentance to God. And that actually came out of love. It wasn't an experience that that came from fear, but it actually resulted out of out of his love of God, out of him really, really wanting to connect to God and, and feeling that he just wasn't feeling he what he no longer had the pleasure in the worlds that he used to and he in fact just wanted to 
fully the only thing that would make him happy and feel pleasureful is in God. And he actually ended up expiring right after that. And the Rebbe teaches that the expiration, him dying afterwards, was not out of his love of God so much as his tshuva, his repentance, his return to God. So let's get into the text and get into the subject a little bit deeper. And maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that very interesting story of Rabbi Elazar ben Dordaya in the process. So for context, again, we are still in chapter 43 of Likutea Marim. Today, we actually are concluding chapter 43. And so here we go. So Again, so in chapter 43, so far, we've been talking about, to refresh your memory, we talk about the two levels of fear of God, the lower level of fear, the higher level of fear. We also talked about two levels of love of God, the lower of level of love, the higher level of love. And so discussion today, leaving off from last time, where we discussed the lower level of love, which is called avat olam or literally speaking, love of the world. So what does that mean, love of the world? Is this is something which can be attained through meditation and contemplation, that when somebody really, really takes the time to try to understand God and think about God's greatness and everything and how he fills all the worlds and is everywhere, a person can come to realize that any pleasure that he might derive in the world, in this world, really is sourced in God because everything is sourced in God. There is nothing but him. So it's like if we're eating like a delicious candy or ice cream or something like that. It's like you when you recognize God and when you recognize the source of everything, you realize that that ice cream or candy is really just a manifestation of pure godliness. So you kind of come to the state of awareness where the true pleasure that you have is really just in God. And just for context, again, to this level of love of Avat Olam, which is the lower level of love, is distinguished from the higher level of love, which is called Avaraba, which comes about as a gift from above, from uh, from Shamaim, from, from the heavens, as a result of a person attaining a perfect level of fear of God. So it, and it involves more of like a self-abnegation. So in this lower level, again, of Avat Olam, there is still a person because there's a person who is loving. So it's not like this true selflessness yet, but yet it is a very high level nevertheless because it's like a person has achieved a level of true love of God where their whole pleasure and their whole yearning is for God. So last time we really discussed how like really any level of love needs to be preceded by fear like because what we we're talking about before you need respect before you can love somebody and all of that and all the more so with God but now the altar of it begins this section today and he says that this lower level of love this level of av avatulam sometimes actually precedes fear. So how could this be? So it's because the level of das, so das again, remember, is translated as knowledge, but it's actually this level, The it's an intellectual faculty of the brain that connects the the intellect with the emotions. So it, it actually births different emotions. And the two primary emotions are the emotions of love and fear. And das actually gives birth to both of them. So das includes within it the chasadim and the gvura. So it includes within it the the kindnesses, the loving kindnesses, which are this, this is where the love comes from and the gvuras, which is the severities. This is where the restraint and the fear comes from. So this is manifest as love and fear. And sometimes, so since das gives birth to both of these, it's the source of both of these two things. Sometimes the chasadim, the kindnesses actually proceed, actually come down 
and become revealed first initially. And this is why it could be that you could have a Russia, a very wicked person and somebody who has is full of sins, who will actually do tshuva, will actually repent out of love that is birthed inside of his heart when he remembers his God. All of a sudden he has this like awakening. And so you do have instances, is saying the ultra Rabbi, of somebody who may be a very not a very good person or whatever. And then all of a sudden they have this like awakening in their life where they just get this great feeling of love of God. And then they want to return and repent to God. But the ultra rabbi is saying that nevertheless, even in such an instance, the yura, the fear is also encompassed in this. Like it, it has to be like me, it's, it's sort of like, it has to be there just because it, because it kind of comes down together. Like the Das like births both of them, just that it's in a way of smallness and it's in a way of concealment, meaning to say that the person does have this fear of sin and does have this fear of wanting to rebel against God, but the love is the thing that's revealed. So it's like, if you speak to such a person, it's like, what's motivating you to return to God? They'll probably tell you, oh, it's because of my in intense love of God. I want to be close to God. I really, really yearn for godliness. But nevertheless, within that love, even if it's not necessarily really revealed, is something that is, uh, it is a certain level of fear, is that they, you know, they don't, they want to be close to God. So thus, they are going to be scared to do anything that's against his will. And they're not going to want to sin against God in any way. But so this whole thing, this whole, aspect of like how love could precede fear in this instance so the ultra rabbi says that this is just like a happenstance it doesn't really happen very often it's just like something that happens like by divine providence like for that moment it's like a it's a certain time thing that like god wants that to happen and it's for the need of the hour for example and this is where he brings the example of rabbi elazar ben dordaya so i want to mention that this was the rabbi that i mentioned before who was very sinful throughout his whole life and then he had a moment of repentance at the very end so i wanted to mention something that i actually saw in uh, lessons in tanya which i thought was really interesting about this idea that the and it really points at this concept of things really, really coming full circle uh, and how everything like there's so much in our lives that we don't really see like the behind the scenes, which is basically namely the idea of reincarnation. So in Likotei Torah of the Arizal, uh, in Tehillim chapter 32, that section of Likotei Torah, it's actually taught that this man, this Rabbi Elazar ben Dordaya, he was actually a reincarnation of Yohanan the high priest. So who is Yohanan the high priest? Yohanan the high priest, and this is discussed in the Gemara in Brachos, page 29a, he was actually the high priest for 80 years, and then he became a Sadducee. A Sadducee was these people who denied the oral Torah. So he really just went off, basically. And so he had a life which was initially very, very holy. He was the high priest. And then he switched paths and he totally went in a different direction. And so then what happened is we know this idea of reincarnation is that we come here in order to rectify our lives and we keep coming back until we full, fully rectify ourselves. So he came back as the soul of Rabbi Elazar ben Jordiah. And what happened to Rabbi Elazar ben Jordiah? He had the exact opposite experience. He started out as a living a very sinful life and then at the end of that very sinful life he actually came to a state of repentance and he totally returned to god so that's 
what happened to Rabbi Eliezer Ben-Zerdiah, and as mentioned, for him, it was actually motivated out of love, which is a very rare circumstance that does not usually happen. And so now the altar rabbi says that this is, so while this does happen, that the love can precede the fear, this is not the usual way. And the standard way, like the way that's like set and the way that is within our choice and that we should really focus on is that you need to start off with fear. You need to keep Torah and mitzvahs out of having this lower level of fear that's in a, a, at least on the level of the lower level of fear that at least is like in the small measure, in the measure of katnus, which means basically like avoiding bad and doing good in order to illuminate one's godly soul with the Torah and mitzvahs. And then, and then only afterwards will it become illuminated with the light of love. And then the altar concludes here with a nice little interesting insight, which is that the word ve'ahavta, that you should love, has numerical value in Hebrew of the gematria of two times the word or, which means light. So basically alluding to the fact that basically the idea of loving God has with it, contains within it two lights, which is that first you need to have the light of Torah and mitzvahs, and only then can you, you have the illumination of love. So that's the end of the section. So just in conclusion again, so the altar rabbi here is giving us the exception to the general rule, which the general rule is that in order to to develop a really deep love of God, you need to start off with fear. But he's taught us today that actually there are certain exceptions to this where in some extenuating circumstances, like with Rabbi Elazar ben love can actually initiate the process. And then to kind of explain that in a more technical way, even that love that's initiating the process actually does contain fear within it. It's just in a more concealed way in a very small way, because that's what's going to be like motivating the person who's loving God to not go against God. So something which I think is interesting that's not actually mentioned explicitly in the Tanya, but I think like if you ever see somebody who says that they really, really, really love God, but nevertheless, they do things that are against God's will, then it doesn't really add up. And it means that their love of God is not really authentic because true love is really manifest when a person does the will of the person or the thing that they're loving. So it's like, imagine, I, I think a good example of this again, is like with a husband and wife is imagine that you had a husband who said that they really, 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 really love their wife, but then they go around and they cheat on their wife or they don't come home when their wife wants them to come home or they just, they're, they don't act respectfully towards her in other ways. And then somebody says to the man, like, I thought you love your wife. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Yes, I do. I really, really love my wife. Something's off. You know, true love really is manifest when there's also a level of respect. And as we spoke about here also, it's actually if not only is does true love involve respect. In fact, the usual way and the way that we really should focus on is in the sense that true love actually needs to be preceded by respect. It needs to be preceded by fear. So that's really what we should be focusing on is trying to develop this respect, this fear, this awe of God. So that's it for today. And we'll continue tomorrow when we begin chapter 44. And I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak Ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. 
To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And until then, have a great day.